State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in for a new episode of We Talk Back. It's your co-host AJ Holiday. The show is dedicated to you niggas and these hoes. And everybody in between. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> hey, y'all. I love y'all. It's me, Tam Van. Thank y'all for tuning in again. Hey, AJ, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> we had a time last night. Dude, we had a time this weekend, y'all. I know, man. A real good time. Was we supposed to have that good of a time? I don't know. I think that was the whole it. plan. I think they wanted us to have a good time. Me, AJ, and the HBIC of Black Effect, we all went out to, <laughs> we went to Memphis. We got invited to Memphis by St. Jude's to participate in their homecoming celebration. Um, if you don't know what St. Jude's is, it's a hospital and they help with childhood cancer. And we received a lot of great information and they had a lot of events for us to attend, and it was such a good time. We had so much fun, and we got to learn a lot about Memphis and about the hospital. Yeah, and it's like literally a homecoming. So you had people from different HBCUs. You had all the Divine Nine in the building, yes. ski wean and all this good stuff. It was really good. And they invited. My favorite part was the food. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was the, the actual uh, the sneaker ball. I yes, enjoyed I like the sneaker ball. I had a lot of fun. Uh, they had um, a singer named Doe Jones. She came out and she performed and she is just phenomenal, y'all. If you haven't heard her music, uh, she sings that song, When I Pray. Uh, I really love that song. If I get married, I would really love for Doe to come out and serenade me and my guests. Um, then they also had Eric Bellinger perform. It was a list of people that came out and performed throughout the weekend, mm-hmm. and it was a great time. Yeah. Yep. I ended up on the shuttle with uh with Doe. I was like, girl, Beyonce could fucking never. Uh-uh, don't do that. Beyonce, uh, hold on. Beyonce, let, let's, let's, this is a whole debate. Yes, Beyonce is a great singer, right? But let's Performer. be honest. Beyonce... 
Beyonce, yes, she's a great performer. And Beyonce's voice wasn't always what it is now, right? She had to go through lessons. Now, the real singer to me is Kelly Rowland. But though, baby, that girl can. She got some pipes, y'all. Mm-hmm. She was hitting them notes. I was like, damn, just when I think Ooh. I can sing a little bit, I realize I can't sing worth a Bitch, damn. Bitch, you ain't never thought that. Yes, I did. I can't, hold, thought that. I can't hold a little note. <laughs> so, um... Somebody told me not to tell y'all this, and y'all should tell me if I should tell y'all or not. But I'm about to tell (laughs) y'all. So I was in the airport coming back from Memphis, and I was at the bar, and the bartender treated me so bad, y'all. I mean, I've never had anybody treat me so bad as far as customer service is concerned. The woman slammed the fries in my face. I spilled my drink. She just left it there. The patrons had to give me napkins. And then she slammed um, my ticket down on the counter for French fries. That's all I ordered. And I didn't eat them because she never came back to offer me ketchup, honey mustard, uh, a napkin, nothing the whole time. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce, not nothing. She just so rude to me because she felt like I wasn't trying to spend a lot of money. It's in the airport, and I'm just sitting at the bar minding my business. I'm not bothering. Do y'all know this woman called the police on me? This woman really called the police on me. I'm making a long story short. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she called the police on me, and the police had to tell her that, yeah, we can't make her pay for food that she did not eat. I mean, me and this woman was going back and forth, and I wanted to motherfucking frisbee throw that fucking bowl of french fries at that bitch. I swear to God, like. She had the right one that day. Can I be honest with you for a second? When you, when you, you kept calling the phone, right? So like the phone rang like twice and it was in the bed with me. Mm -hmm. Remember when I FaceTime you, bitch, you ain't seen my body like going up and down. You was fucking. (laughs) I'm about to go to jail and she fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, like I'm just like. Like on FaceTime, like this, my head bobbing, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm so mad right now. I'm yes, so mad. and he's like, that's crazy. I'm gonna call you back. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, friend. I was in the middle of some shit. I know you had a whole goddamn red alert. I'm yeah, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> the police couldn't do nothing to me because I didn't do nothing wrong. But the fact that another right. black woman called the police on me, she was just trying to have a power moment over me. Girl, I was like, the lesson that you're trying to teach me, you're going to learn today. So continue on. Because I'm not paying for that shit. And I'm going to send an email tomorrow about my customer. Yeah, hell yeah. We doing all things Karen this year if y'all play around. Yeah, so. I'm sending emails to corporate on you hoes. And I can't wait. That's why I don't eat out for real. Why are you being so mean to me? Because those bitches be disgruntled. They be disgruntled a lot. And they went and do a white person like that. And I was the only black person at the bar, the only other black person mm-hmm. besides her. And she treated me like straight shit. We do each other like that. I don't. I don't do I that I go either. out of my way to say hi to black people when I see them. Eye contact. Hi. You know what I'm saying? I, Even if they keep walking past me. Like, I try to. I'm just a nice person really all nice around. nice to black people. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm nice to everybody. You know, anybody that's kind to me, I'm kind back, you know? Mm-hmm. And for you to treat me like that, girl, I can't wait to see if I can get your job in my back pocket. And I'm going to try my best because you if you treat me like that, you probably treating other black people like that at that bar. And that's not right. You called the police. Mm-hmm. What the police came and beat my ass and killed me or something? Tase you. Right. Over a bowl of French fries. Girl, you yeah. lucky I had somewhere to be because I would have been waiting on you at the door. <laughs> I'm going to give you a reason to call the police this time, Hope. damn shame all right so let's get into uh sin let's get into stupid internet news today carisha yes let's talk about it she like getting peed on y'all golden showers and you know everybody's been talking about her relationship with p diddy and now the p (laughs) instead of puff it now stands for urine (laughs) (laughs) Carisha, we got to do a whole episode on black women in kink because I can't get into the spit in the mouth, the pee, the poop, the BDSM shit. Like, I might, no, I might want to get tied up and I like a little violence, you know, choke me, you know, that type of shit. 
But listen, peeing pee on is is just kind of that's where I draw the line. Pee and poop. That's just like that's where I draw the line. I'm not doing that because it's like your body's waste. I don't understand why anybody would want somebody's bodily waste on them in a pleasurable way. Uh, I don't know the psyche behind it, but hey, whatever floats your boat because it's warm. <laughs> or uh, I I know a guy who said he'd like to pee inside a woman. Like, like what about UTIs? Like what? Like pee inside of me? Oh hell! How do you even do that with an erect penis like that? He said he can do it. I, well, I guess you do pee. I don't know what the fuck. So if somebody so, um, offered you a million dollars right now, one million dollars, and you can see it sitting on the table like motherfucking Mayweather laid out and was like, "AJ, you can have this money. I don't, I'm good if you let me pee on you. You wouldn't take it." Yes. Okay. I'm about to say. <laughs> I'm about to say. Look, it ain't that bad. What? One M for a little golden shower? That's different. Yeah. Do you think that Carisha is just getting a million dollars every time she get pissed on? No. From Diddy? You could pee on me right now for about 50 bands. It's a recession. Ain't got to be a price tag on it because I'm just not doing that because I'm free. Yeah, not for like, free. No, nigga. This is, I have a goal to meet. <laughs> I need a fucking M by 40. Like, that's the goal. I need a couple M's by 40. So if that's going to get me one step closer, just a little warmth. Right. little urine, like maybe a little mellow yellow, I, I will do it. I'd be like, take me to Capitol Grill and get me like four dirty martinis and dinner and $50,000 and we can make it happen. <laughs> it's raining bands. Okay. <laughs> Let me get that. <laughs> Listen, so she took to Twitter and she said, um, now y'all know I don't give a fuck. That, let me tell you, my mama always say my grandma would tell her, when you find a person that don't care about nothing, leave them the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she said, y'all know I don't give a fuck. Risha Roulette ain't for the week. <laughs> Whatever that means. I want to get that game. It don't come out till March, though, so I'm going to get it, though, because I want to play. But I ain't peeing. Wait. Ain't nobody peeing on me. That's an actual game? Yeah. Wait a minute. It's a, it's a card game that she play on the show. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I want to hear from our listeners, and maybe I'll put that out there. Like, what's the craziest thing your significant other or some random nigga from, I don't know, pieces of fish mm-hmm. <laughs> ever did to you? <laughs> what, what is the nasty? We're going to do that episode. Maybe we'll bring some people on to talk about it. No, oh. i tell you what the nastiest thing that I'm going to whisper. So my mama don't hear it. So when I was in college, my roommate, she came in the room and she was all like freaked out and shit. And I was like, girl, what's wrong with you? She was like, bitch, my nigga just bust on my ass and then licked it off. Oh, shit. (laughs) Licked it came up, come off her butt. And I got a big old ass, but she had a big old ass in college. So I know he was doing a lot of licking. And I think she actually broke up with him like maybe a couple weeks after that shit. Shortly thereafter. Yeah. <laughs> Rightfully so. Like, I'll be looking at you like, nigga, you, would you do that to a man? Like, Right. Would you? You like the taste of that? Because <laughs> I can't produce it. Right. And I don't like the taste of it. You eat it, not me. <laughs> right. Speaking of weird, a Utah woman marries her cousin. All right. So she went on TikTok. This woman named Marcella Hill. Her and her husband, Tage, found out they were third cousins while looking online for baby names. So the woman is pregnant and they're looking, trying to name the baby. And they're looking at their like ancestry and they realize that her grandma was first cousins or something like that with her, his grandfather. And so they called their grandparents and it was like, yeah, they're my cousin. Uh-uh. <laughs> what do you do when you find out that you're, you're, you're married to your Third cousin. That I don't feel like that yeah. happened in black families. Married girl, what? Not maybe not married, but definitely smashing. Because I feel like I've smashed a fifth cousin before. Well, after third, <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> I'm like, my, my older cousin was like, you know that's your cousin, right? I'm like, no, the fuck it ain't. Because if it is, it's too late, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fucking late. Is that a South Carolina thing? thing? Yeah, and his dick was little. So I'm like, damn, does little dick run in our family? I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's too late now. They got to say, I mean, I'm not leaving my husband because I found out he my cousin. And when I got a baby by him. Right. Who else going to know that? I feel like people probably come across family members all the time. At some point, y'all, especially from certain areas. You know what I'm saying? Like certain places, a lot of people be related. They done crossbreed a few. Oh times. yeah, but we. I look back at my family tree. There was like some definitely some crossbreeding going on, and it was closer. It was close. You know, you look down mm-hmm. the family tree. It's like, hold on, wait. This say she married him, but that looked like her uncle, nephew, or some shit like that. <laughs> you know, right? So that happens. Hmm. Speaking of pregnant ladies, so Krishan Rock says that she is having Blueface's baby, potentially twins. And I don't know, man. So Blueface is like, well, Rock has had encounters with 10 different men in the last year until I see a DNA test, then it's not mine. To answer y'all questions, yes, me and Rock are officially done. It's strictly it's strictly business. I tried it and clearly it wasn't giving before she announced um, she's pregnant with somebody else's baby, not mine. I love to catch a motherfucking lion with substantial evidence. It's such a sweet victory. So now all of a sudden this girl is pregnant. Now you're going to really cut her off, right? If she's actually pregnant. She posted um, some positive pregnancy tests on, online. Um, her, her fucking mental health is declining. Yeah. Did you see she was just recently on an interview? Um, in a therapy session on a show, drinking a bottle of motherfucking Patron. Who would a Yanya a la 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 la? She would never go for no shit like that. You drinking Patron in her face like that? Hold on, wait. In therapy, Ayanya. Ayanla allowed her to <laughs> yeah. drink. No, no, no. I said she would never. She was in a um. I forgot the therapist. It's a black guy who's on on that um on the show with them. And she was drinking like straight therapist. from the bottle. Yes, but you pregnant? I'm confused. So, um, I I would I hope she's not pregnant. Me too. So that she can get time to get her mental health together and maybe you know take a break from this guy. They young. He needs to grow up. He's reproducing. He has multiple kids already. You know these people. It's like <laughs> it's like niggas really be having babies quicker than regular black people. <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> like they just got all the time in the world to get pregnant god damn you know you women I know right now struggling to have one baby right and it, I see a lot of women like uh saying girl call me and I'll take you to the uh to them people to get rid of that and then we can go to get drinks after saying stuff like that, that. is so ignorant the way we promote abortion in our community. Like, that shit is ignorant as fuck because that girl already said she's having her baby. So why would any other woman be suggesting that she have an abortion? Plus, she already had abortion. You know? And then you don't know until you're in your late 30s, you really, really want to have a baby. Well, here's the reason why they're uh, suggesting that she have an abortion is because now you have, once you have a child with someone, you have to deal with them the rest of your life. You know, and there, there's that's a toxic, obviously what she wants. A toxic situation, and that uh, that's she the only reason why I would that. assume that other women are like, "Girl, don't do that." You know, just let it go. But she's already had abortions, and she didn't leave him alone. She literally has this nigga face and name tattooed on her body multiple times. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She doesn't seem like a stable mind. I I don't think that she should be procreating right now. But that's not for me to say. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like that's not for another woman to suggest her to have an abortion on top of the the fact that she's already had multiple abortions. What about, you know, what she what she's putting her body through and her mental health right, right now? I agree. You ain't never um took nobody to get an abortion before? No, I funded one before. <laughs> <laughs> but no. <laughs> no. I uh-uh. I definitely have taken a friend or two to the to the to the shop but let me tell you it was it was uh it was bad because I was like my friend you know whatever you need I got you and it wasn't an easy thing for her you know like I don't think it's mm-hmm. you know some people are very desensitized to it and they can do it without thinking twice but right my friend wasn't that person I'm not that person and we pull up and they they had them signs outside like you know them people who be protesting yeah and they was like which one of y'all and I immediately folded on that bitch I was like it's <laughs> she was like Tammy damn I was like I'm sorry it was pressure 
<laughs> bitch, they had that little white baby holding that little white dog baby out there. <laughs> oh, goodness. And then we went inside and it was a lady in there with four kids. Mm. The babies were in there with her. Mm-mm-mm. She didn't even have anybody to watch her kids for her while she... Um, mm. Why are you fucking? That's what we need to reevaluate. We got to have a little bit more accountability. accountability. Yes, because abortion is not birth control. Okay? Birth control is what happens before you get pregnant. Well, a lot of you don't get pregnant. Women are using birth control. And that's fucked up. That is so fucked up. That is fucked up. And I feel like that's what we need. I feel like a woman can control getting pregnant. We can. All these apps out here now where you can monitor your ovulation and your and your cycle and all that shit. Like they literally work. My shit be down to a T. I use my days. I've been using it for a year. I use flow. My ovulation. Flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got Fitbit. Apple does it now. Like checking your fucking heart rate all day long. Everything. Like you can, you're fucking lazy. Right. There's no reason. I mean, it can happen, right? But if you're just out you here. You can let a nigga come in you all day long. Just don't do it around your ovulation time. Yeah. That's it. Or. Use condoms. I'm an advocate for that. That part. That part. You have birth control, which is before. Even a plan B, if you got to go that route. You got 72 hours after that nigga came in you. And if you fucking with somebody who can't afford to buy you a damn uh, $50 plan B pill, you already fucking up. Like, women got it. We got to take more responsibility for this bullshit and not be suggesting other young black women. And they have a to- they have another one uh, that's even cheaper than that. Like Lovinestra or something like that. Longin something. It's a, oh, it's like a... Um, it's a generic a, a brand. brand in the store. Yeah, but they have oh, the okay. same ingredients. Yeah. So yeah. you can get What's that. What's up? So What's up, man? Yeah, ladies, take accountability for your body. You know. Yeah, it's not the men's responsibility. The condom's really not even a responsibility at that point because they're going to try to put that dick in you raw every time. You have to say where the condom at. If you deal with somebody who's not a responsible human Yeah, I'm about to say, some of these niggas is not fucking with At the same rate, we can't can't blame the men, though. It's us. Right. It's us. We got control over that shit. If you fucking with somebody who just goes, you don't think he's just sticking his dick in somebody else the same way? Child, please. Right. I don't know. Uh, But I feel like I'm preaching to the choir. Right. Oh, that's why y'all can't stand me, because I'm going to fucking pull that whole mirror up on your ass right quick. <laughs> Boy, fuck you. <laughs> Nigga commented on an Instagram page. Top of he can't stand me sometimes. Stand these nuts. How about that? <laughs> With your bitch ass. <laughs> we going to break though. We'll be right back. <laughs> State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth... Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources 
to level the playing field from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity. And it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. All right, so we're back, y'all. And you know what I want to talk about today? What are, like, some of the proper methods or some of the methods that you use to break up? Because I could tell you guys, in my last relationship, I literally had to go to therapy. It was, like, one of the hardest things I ever had to do. You know, because one part of your mind is like, damn, you know, maybe we could work it out. Because you got those good times you keep thinking about, mm-hmm. right? But then if the bad times is just, like, overpowering, overpowering the good times, get the fuck up out of there. But I literally had to go to a therapist to break up, Mm -hmm. like a breakup therapist. Mm -hmm. And it made it easier because then, you know, I was I had to recognize, like, why? Why am I going to stay in this relationship? Like, it makes you hold a fucking mirror up. Right. For the most part, you know, therapists, they really don't give you answers. They force you to find your own answers. answers. Yeah. Yeah. and it was actually two different therapists. One was a woman, one was a man. The woman was like, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. She wasn't trying to tell me what to do, but she was like, bitch, you know what to do, essentially. Right. So, And the guy, of course, was like, well, maybe it could be worked out. I'm like, no. Right. There's no sal- salvaging this. None. None at all. And I don't need any more couples therapy. And then I need therapy for me at this point. Then at, at that point, it's like when you stay in something that, really holds no value then you got to be accountable for still being there you know exactly because exactly. then you ain't got nobody because to blame but yourself mm-hmm. yep and so for years I had nobody to blame but myself and not even at the end I'm still not trying to blame him but it still ends with you right you know what I'm saying people only do what you allow them to do right for one and you women know when it's time to go. I feel like oftentimes we stay in in situations longer than we should. Even men. I feel like men actually do it. suffer in bad relationships longer. Especially marriage deal. Yeah. They'll just deal mm-hmm. because you know, they'll see the bigger picture. They'll, women be like, just, I, my happiness." They'll go find their yeah. happiness outside of the relationship. Mm-hmm. To fulfill them so they can stay in the relationship. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, 
I'm on Clubhouse, you know, not even a lot anymore. But the main thing black men love to say is the statistics on how black women are the ones doing the divorces. We do the paperwork. Niggas leave the relationship mm-hmm. way before we do the paperwork. Right. We're used to doing the paperwork. Mm-hmm. We do all the paper. We do your doctor paperwork. We do everything. Sometimes women are filling out applications for mm-hmm. men. We all we did was file the paperwork, but oftentimes the man been left the relationship. Right. That part. You know? Even when we had our daddies on, you remember? Mm-hmm. My daddy was like, my daddy was like, no woman ever came between him and my mom relationship. I'm like, you were cheating. Like, you were coming home with white bitches here on you, black bitches here. Like, <laughs> just hella disrespectful. And my mom is not, like, that bitch will literally not talk to you again in life. Mm-hmm. Because she has children with him, it's like, that's her family at this point. Right. If my dad gets sick today, my mom would go take care of him. She would help. Right. But she don't fuck with him like that. Mm-hmm. I've literally seen my moms, like, break up with a nigga and never talk to them to the day they died. Mm-hmm. And the nigga was contacting me just to have a little piece of my mama. <laughs> <laughs> he died. Sad, boy. I he was, died. Yes, he died, and I was so sad about it because he was like a father figure to me too. Mm-hmm. And when he died, she just told me like regular, oh yeah, uh, so and so died. Um, I heard so what? I was devastated because I had just spoken to him, and she was like, but she didn't know I. You I need something from the store. I'm about to go to the stuff. Right. She was just said that shit like it's regular. That's why you got to be careful like women with children, like who you invite in your kids' lives. Yeah. Because you don't know the impact that those people have right. on Right. That part. Yeah. Because um, that was definitely a father figure for me. I've only had two real relationships in my life. And mm. I got dumped both times. So I don't even know. I ain't never had the opportunity to dump nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you was sticking. You the nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I was sticking out. You be like, this bad, but I'm a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything else. But then I also have commitment phobia. So I was like very okay with like situationships, like no titles. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it ain't nothing to break up from. We can't break up if we ain't right. never been together. Man, that's some bullshit. You fuck me raw. We together. I don't fuck raw. I don't be fucking raw. Oh. Oh, see? There's that part. <laughs> <laughs> we, you my whole boyfriend, like it or not. All right, so it's fair to say I kind of broke up with people because I've ended situationships, but I've never had mm-hmm. like the people I was really committed to dump me both times. But let me tell you this: they came back, they tried to, but once you ended with me, baby, ain't no coming back. That's one thing I don't do because that should right. be hurting. I'll be like, you really want to be done with? For real? You know, circling the block. No, you can't circle back. Once you done me, it's, it's, it's a wrap. But they try. Both of them did. Mm-mm. Get somebody else Shame. to do it. <laughs> but my situationships that I ended, I think... I don't know. I'm real frank. When it gets to that point, it's kind of like, this ain't working. I don't want to do it no more. Right. We still cool, though. Like, I'm always... I always keep that energy. It ain't never like... It has been some situations where I'm like, boy, I spit on you if I see you in public. Don't fucking play with me because of the, the disrespect that it happened in the situationship. But for the mm-hmm. most part, if I ended with you, it ain't. it's all love. I speak to you. I head nod you if I see you outside. <laughs> <laughs> Fist pump. All right. And that's it. What about you? Well, I've been in four serious relationships my entire life. And... I broke up with each one of them. Um, one, I had to move 800 miles away. Mm-hmm. And one, um, I feel like I moved in all the relationships, for real. <laughs> like, I just fucking pick up and move. Like, my first boyfriend here in Charleston, I really didn't um, break up with him in that way. He just didn't want to move with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I moved back to Columbia. And I'm like, come with me. Like, it took that nigga years to leave his mom's house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm 21. Like, nigga, move. Like, let's go. I'm in college here. I'm working. Like, come on. What the fuck are you like? We could have probably built a really nice life together. Because that's one of my good friends still to this day. I need to call his mama. <laughs> but, <laughs> but nigga, what, he would not fucking move. He wouldn't. And he just wasn't doing. He wasn't ambitious enough. He wasn't working. Like, I'm 21. We going on vacation, nigga. I'm paying for it. That's what the fuck was happening in that relationship. Ooh. Yes. 
So, you know, we and him, me and him got into a really, really, really bad fight one night because this is when Palm Trio had just came out. You remember Palm Trio? It was like the first first touchscreen, QWERTY keyboard yeah, the, phone. The trios, yeah. Yes. I had a Palm Trio. He was with me when I bought this phone. 560-something fucking dollars cash I paid for this phone. We went to his sister house. She wanted to see, like, how the phone worked. Mm-hmm. This I'm just giving y'all when we finally called it, like, for real. I stopped fucking with him. Um, and she was using my phone, and she went through my pictures, and a nigga popped up on the screen. Mind you, I had just went on a date with somebody a couple of days prior, and I was lying to him, telling him I was out with my homegirls. And it was only because I wanted somebody to fucking do for me for once. Mm-hmm. That's only right as a woman. So he put the he put me in pants, essentially. But we young, you know. And I just feel like women just be getting to the bag quicker than guys when they're young. So, um, girl, I could see, and he wore glasses, girl. When I tell you a little demon popped out that nigga when he saw that phone, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he slammed my phone on a concrete. That shit like a monster balled it up. And then he left me in the projects he grew up in. So I had to call my daddy to come get me. Mind you, I was just in town to get my dad's car because my car had broke down. So I only came to Charleston to get his car so I can go back to Columbia. And that nigga um, left me there. And I'm like, no phone, no nothing. And I had to, like, I'm crying in the parking lot. I had to ask uh, somebody to use their cell phone Mm -hmm. to call my dad. And so when I called my dad, my daddy was like, you got a choice to make. Because if I get involved, somebody going to get hurt. So either you're going to be with him or you're not. And from that day forward, we weren't together no more. I made the choice. So my, maybe my dad was the 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 therapist in that situation. Well, so I just didn't fuck with him no more after that. Well, he was right to be mad at you, though. Because regardless of him being broke, y'all still were committed to each other. That nigga was cheating. Imagine being broke and I done caught you cheating. That's the first time he ever seen anything in my motherfucking phone. Oh, he was cheating? He had cheated on me prior to then. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine you being a broke nigga and you cheating on me. Like, that is just, I'm not dealing with that. (laughs) But I did deal with it for like a couple more months. Obviously, right? For us to get to the point to where I'm going on dates and shit. No, that's Not giving a fuck how you feel. No, that's crazy. Yeah, so my daddy broke us up. Um, let me no, see. that trio broke y'all ass up. You had to. <laughs> Excuse me, can I use your phone real quick? Like, <laughs> right. Um, let me see. After that, I moved to like the next relationship. I moved to Atlanta on a nigga. Then that wasn't far enough because he was driving from South Carolina to Atlanta every fucking weekend. So I moved to St. Louis because I couldn't stop fucking with mm-hmm. him. So I just moved. Um, after that, um, oh. The feds broke me and my ex, the one that's in prison. Like, he gets out in about 30 days. But the feds broke us up. I probably still been with that fucking nigga getting driven crazy up the goddamn wall. Mm -hmm. So God came through on that one. Like, all right, bitch, you ain't leaving. It was days I would literally be putting my shit in the car and that nigga would be taking my shit out simultaneously. Like, you ain't about to go to your mama house and and embarrass me. (laughs) (laughs) So the God and the feds broke us up. So you didn't really end it. Nah. Yeah. Once he got sentenced, I was like, you know, I got to move on with my life because I don't, I don't wait for men to come home from prison. I think uh, I had one situation shit. We, I guess we were kind of together. This was in Atlanta, but I was with him for all the wrong reasons. He was not, not the best. It was a Dominican. I didn't tell y'all about this nigga. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you. The poppy. Yeah. The poppy I was dealing with. The police took him from me too and deported him. So that was a situation that ended with jail. Deporte. Yeah. They got rid of his ass. Look, when my ex got locked up, the motherfuckers had his shit online. Um, his race as Cuban. And you ain't even They really that. thought they had Yeah, they really thought they busted some Dominican or Cuban drug lord. But he wasn't in Charleston? But he was black, light skinned black. Right. He had that work now, but <laughs> But he definitely wasn't one of them. <laughs> so let's get into our list. Uh, I found a list on marksmanson.net, uh, 10 rules for breaking up gracefully. Uh, number one, always do it in person 
and if possible, don't do it in public. See, I disagree with that. You might, it depends on who you're breaking up with. You need some motherfucking right. people to see, to make sure you stay. <laughs> right. Shit might get ugly. I'm flipping a table over for sure. I always want to do that. I see my mama flip a, t- well, I ain't see, but people told me my mama flipped the table over at the, uh, at the IHOP on the nigga one time. What? Yeah. Oh, I love it, man. I want to do that shit so bad, dog. I want to flip a table and take my forearm and sweep all the shit off the table at the same time, too. Like, sweep all the shit and then flip, flip that table over. Yeah, she did that. And then kick sweep that nigga. That's toxic. Don't do that. In the middle of the argument. Number two. In the middle of a sentence. <laughs> Don't listen to AJ. Y'all going to be in jail. My mom, they said mama almost went to jail, but she knew the officer and they let her go. <laughs> Uh, number two, never make a scene and keep your bad shit to a minimum. See, look, number two is to follow up with number one. And I might have to take that out because my mama got a whole career. She might be mad at me for telling y'all that. Ah. Uh, <laughs> number three, do not try to make the other person feel better. Hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. Like, it's not you, it's me kind of situation. Right. That, that's probably what it sounds. So it says this goes particularly with the dumper. Um, cue Beavis and Butthead laugh. Whatever oh, okay. that, means. that means. Once the relationship is severed, the other person's emotions are no longer your responsibility. And not only is it no longer your responsibility to help them cope, but comf- comforting them like, um, excuse me, but comforting them will likely make them feel worse. It can also backfire and that it will just make them resent you more for being so nice while dumping them. Okay, I understand that. And for fuck's sakes, it says, don't have sex with them. Yeah, because you're all emotional. Sometimes you might end up having sex right before a breakup, like one last time. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be niggas. You'd break up with them, and they're like, man, just come over here and talk to me face-to-face about it. (laughs) Nope. Stay your ass. Don't go on no clothes setting with no man, child. You trying to break up with, you going to get fucked and you going to be back there for another year or two. Or beat up one or two. All right. <laughs> <laughs> After the breakup, respectfully cut all contact for a short period of time, at least a short mm. period of time. Yeah, because it won't be over. If you break up with them and you continue to communicate, it won't be over. That's my problem. So it says, this is the second thing that many people don't muster the courage to do. A lot of people get hung up on remaining friends and actually force contact when it when it's causing them more emotional stress. Research on relationship breakups finds that people who limit contact with one another emotionally recover much faster. So I did do that. So I blocked my ex for six months. Mm-hmm. And when the block expired on Verizon, I had to block him on all social media, all that shit. When he was finally was able to contact my phone again, because I, I guess he was still trying. Matter of fact, no, because he was still message through our business page on the motherfucking podcast page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I thought up until like a week ago or two weeks ago, I thought we could like at least still communicate periodically. Now I'm just like, I have a real live disdain for him. Mm-hmm. A little bit. So I'm like, uh, nigga, I don't even want to be your friend. I don't. Yeah. I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend. Like, it's impossible to be. Some some people, man, it's kind of. I broke up with him because I didn't like him as a person. Yeah. And that's so how are you going to be my friend? And Yeah. That's why you just got to end all contact, honestly. Mm-hmm. Number five, talk to somebody about it. AJ went to a therapist. I typically go to AJ. <laughs> Like I be having all the right answers for people but not for my motherfucking self (laughs) Uh, they say this one may seem obvious but make sure you do you do it if this is a particularly serious relationship talk to a trusted friend or family member before making the decision and then Mm -hmm. take whatever advice they give you seriously we are often poor observers of our own relationships Mm -hmm. but our friends can see how it's affecting us better than we can see for ourselves yeah, that's so yeah. true. And you know what? I also need to work on like when somebody is giving me like their um, because you know when you're in a relationship, you know all the ins and outs of your relationship, and oftentimes we do share the worst shit about our partner mm-hmm. and none of the good shit. Mm-hmm. So then now when you're telling your friend you're offloading what you're going through with this person, or you know you're contemplating breaking up with them, and 
your friend is like, you know, talking shit about the person. It's kind of like it's to me. It, it was always like uneasy. Like, yeah, I, I know I'm talking shit about this nigga with you, but I don't really like you talking shit about him <laughs> <laughs> because I know the other part of him, which is why I kept staying with right. him. You know what I'm saying? But that's the part that you forget to tell your friends, right? Because those things are fleeting. It's the mean, uh, hurtful things that stay with you the most. Yeah, it'd be like that. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like always good, then it's always good stuff to talk about. But that's not real life. Number right. six, allow yourself to be sad, angry, upset, but don't judge or blame anyone. It says mm-hmm. emotions are healthy and normal. Even negative emotions are healthy and normal. But judging and blaming people, whether it's them or you, doesn't get you very far. That's true. So um, so that's where accountability comes mm-hmm. in at. Yeah. I'll be quick to blame a nigga. You, 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 you. Yeah. 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 Um, because, you know, when people say, oh, you're responsible for your own happiness. I understand that. But if somebody can make you unhappy, they also have the power to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're intentionally making me unhappy in a relationship or it may not be intentional in their minds. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing a bunch of dumb shit on a daily basis, like I'm going to be falling out of love with you. Right. You work like on that's it. just yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know about that one. To to not blame somebody, it's kind of hard because why you you would still be with them. I mean, I, I understand you got to blame you know blame yourself, take accountability, not blame yourself, but take accountability mm-hmm. for the relationship on your part and what's transpiring in the relationship. But it's kind of hard. Yeah, man. that's a hard. It's kind of hard not to point out this what you went through with that person. Fucker. Right. All right. Number right. seven. <laughs> Recognize that the breakup itself is a sign of your incompatibility, and you're both better off. Mm. How is somebody yeah. better without me? I don't understand that one. Sometimes you could be a great person. They can be a great person, but y'all not great together. Y'all don't bring out the best in each other. Yeah. And that's another thing I would tell my ex. Like, you can be an amazing person for somebody else. Like, we both got all these great qualities, but we do not bring out the best in each other. We don't. Yeah, but I just, it makes me feel better to think that they're not better off without me. (laughs) Well, I always be like, nigga, it's it's just just one me. You going to look for me and somebody else, nigga, and you ain't going to never find me. I do be on that type of time because I really feel that way about me. I know I'm amazing. Yeah, me too. But is that narcissistic to believe that nobody else would? I just like to, it makes me feel better to feel like I'm the best thing that ever happened to them in life. (laughs) (laughs) it is kind of narcissistic but it's fucking real like yeah you can i I believe there's only like a few different characteristics of people Mm -hmm. right and you should be able to find those characteristics in multiple people but there is still going to be some uniqueness about this one person in particular yeah you know uh number eight invest in yourself this is a good one the longer you spend in a romantic relationship, the more your sense of identity melds with theirs. Being together with someone in such an intimate space for so long creates a third overlapping psychological mm. entity that compri- comprises both you and them. And when that entity suddenly dies, not only is it painful, but it leaves a temporary void in who you are. So you got to find yourself again, basically. Find your own individual identity and celebrate it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I always say you got to be independent in a union. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lose yourself and nobody. Yes, y'all are supposed to grow together and do things together, but you should never be in a relationship where you're being consumed by the other person, mm-hmm. to where you no longer have an have an um, an identity. And it says like friendship is the best medicine for heartbreak. So you know. You fall back on the people, your homegirls and your loved ones to help you re- remember who you mm-hmm. are as an individual, because those are the mm-hmm. people who know you as an individual, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Number nine, only start dating again when you're legitimately excited to see new people. A lot. Mm. So it says a lot of people break up and enter a rebound period. They're immediately back on the market and throwing themselves at the first thing that comes by. The problem is this is more of a coping mechanism than genuine mm-hmm. enthusiasm for new people, for meeting new people. Uh, so I agree with that. You know, hoe and don't heal. We already mm-hmm. said that several times in several different episodes. So 
They always say the best way over somebody is under somebody else, but that's not true. You got to take some time. Just go on dates. We got to learn to date. We're going to do an episode on that too, black women. Dating. Just date. What is it? What does it look like? Just date. Like date multiple people. Like I like first dates. I like meeting new people. I like talking to new people and learning about them and shit like that. Right. So yeah, just try not to fuck them. Right. That's the thing. <laughs> you don't have to fuck everybody you date. You shouldn't right. fuck everybody you date. And you especially shouldn't have a baby by every boyfriend. But that's a different conversation. All right. Mm. Number 10. Only attempt to be friends with your ex again once you're over the idea of dating them. Mm. Yeah. Some people have the admiral admiral goal of remaining friends with their ex. Other people have the admiral goal of breaking the breaking their kneecaps of their breaking the kneecaps of their ex with a tire iron. That's AJ. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Can you, as a woman, I feel like men can do it, but as a woman, it's like when you get into a relationship with a new person, they don't want to know that you're still in communication with your ex like that. Yeah. Like, how are are you going to be making space for new um, experiences, experiencing new people if you're holding on to this friendship, relationship with somebody else? It has to be like a, if it's the actual person you were in a relationship with, it has to be a big ass time gap, I believe. I say five years before I could be your fucking friend, dog. Right. I you know what I do like I, I'm still cool. I don't think I have an ex that I'm not cool with in some form or fashion. Because I, you know, I be having a good time. I'm funny, niggas like to laugh. I like to laugh. So if it if it didn't end horribly. I'm pretty much still cool with your ass, but you can't get no more pussy. Right. Uh, exactly. And that's okay. So we went, uh, right. we uh, posted on our Instagram page and we asked y'all, what? how do y'all break up with people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we want to read a couple of them. Somebody just uh, responded. It was like, one more time, like plies. So <laughs> BV, I think it's like balance. BV Lanced said like plies one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shame. K. Carmona, she said, or he said, I can't tell by the uh, avatar, but it says ignore them, just completely ignore them. Yeah, that's terrible. That's mean. Yes, this is my friend now, uh, D. 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 Leon, De Leon. He says, getting straight to the point, but with respect and clear communication. Sounds good. That's healthy if you can really do it that way. Right. Uh, Jules Vega 007 says, over dinner. You're going to give feed up one more time and then be like, yeah, uh, are you full? Did you enjoy your meal? Guess what, bitch? That's the last one you getting out of me. <laughs> oh, goodness. Shame. <laughs> this relationship is empty. <laughs> Stomach full, relationship Shame. empty. Pink Prince, Princess says, I just stopped responding. It looks like a lot of people are just ghosters. Are ghosting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anissa Duck says, face to face. That's how I feel. Lee Brown says after sex. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shame. A silent escape. We both know what happened without saying anything. This is quasi. No, nah, don't say it. I know who that is. Don't say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like she she hit me up and she was like, I just commented on y'all um y'all story question, but don't say my name just in case so and so listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay I, like, listen I'm telling everybody name what if they don't want people to know we didn't say this was, I know we didn't say this was an anonymous question right someone said sorry for what podcast thank y'all for following they says text I'm not trying to talk about shit face to face cause stay out my face for real <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness hey. So, uh, G uh, in the middle says, I don't know how to break up with people. Actually, in this situation right now, girl, send us a dumb bitch story. We'll help you break up. I'm a therapist. I'll give you that disclaimer before we start. But (laughs) (laughs) I help you. I don't think that I think ghosting is cool when it's mutual. Like y'all both just fall out of contact. But that doesn't really happen in um, actual committed relationships. These some of these things like ghosting and shit like that, that's for more of like a hookup situationship situations. I don't think that somebody you've been in a relationship with for five years, you're just gonna ghost that nigga and not answer the phone for him no more. Uh, that's not really realistic. Like, how do you actually 
break up with people. I think the list that we gave is a real good um, starting point. But I do think with somebody you're in a committed relationship with, face-to-face, even over the phone, maybe you got to write them a 10-page letter, whatever it is, but you do a little bit more owe them some type of explanation or, I don't know, when I broke up with my ex, I literally had written in a journal every day leading up to the breakup so that for one, it was really to remind myself as to why I was breaking up with him. And also if he wanted to know the exact reasons I had them shit listed in a real fucking way (laughs) 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 for the breakup. So I don't know. These, these uh, responses are really for hookups. Right. Y'all ain't just ghosting a nigga y'all been in a relationship with for a while. Right. That should be long and drawn out. It takes literally a year to break up with somebody you've actually been in a relationship with. I feel like it takes like a year. Yeah. If you can cold turkey a nigga, you a bad bitch. If you can cold turkey somebody you've been with for like two years plus. But didn't somebody just come home and find all everything gone? Like I feel like it was on social media. Like she came yes. home from work and all the shit was just gone out of the house. No conversation. That's cold-blooded right there. Yes, yes. And you know, if somebody were to do me like that, I stress about little things. Mm-hmm. I don't stress about big shit. What could I do in that situation but move the fuck on? No, that would definitely... I can't believe... This nigga took the TVs. I can't even watch BMF. The new episode came on tonight. The only reason why you probably would feel away is because you ain't did it first. Right. <laughs> he got one up on your ass. It's usually the person who needs like the closure who's stressing the most about the breakup and they probably contemplated breaking up too yeah but when you're being broken up with is more devastating especially for women i think yeah because women aren't used to that type of uh they're not used to rejection in that way so i don't know be an adult i guess that's the gist of this episode be an adult be an adult and have the hard tough conversations with yourself and the people you once loved mm-hmm. they deserve that much at least at the bare minimum yeah. Unless they toxic and they beating your ass, then I, it's okay to ghost them and go get up out of there. That's the only time I feel like right. it's okay to just ghost the motherfucker. It's just yeah, when it's if your life depends on when it. When you in a enough situation and you J Lo, get the fuck up out of there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's. I mean, I guess this. Uh, I hope this episode gives you guys um, some better ways to break up. Because I know it's somebody listening right now that this is touching your spirit that you need to break up with that person today. Don't wait. Do it today. Right. Don't wait till the next new year. Or maybe (laughs) wait at to. No, that's bad advice. I was about to say, at least wait till after Valentine's Day. But do it now. You ain't shit. You talk to Yana. (laughs) I'm just joking. Don't wait. (laughs) (laughs) No, she ain't joking. She ain't joking at all. (laughs) But listen, guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Tune in every Thursday on your iHeartRadio app or wherever the fuck you get your podcast at. This is your co-host, AJ Holiday 2.0. Y'all follow me on Instagram. Did you you tell them the website? They know what I mean. www.wetalkbackent.com. Yep. All right, y'all. It's me, Official Tam Bam. Once again, I love y'all. And I really appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening to us share our truth unapologetically every week with y'all. So y'all come back and see us. Follow me on Instagram. I'm Official Tam Bam. Remember to speak now. And never hold your peace. Deuces. Bye. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that... The park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.